Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Big Five with D-Ray. We're here with Phil Booth and Aaron Pascal, two Villanova Wildcats that just graduated. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Appreciate it. Doing all right. All right. Baby. Um, yeah, so, obviously, y'all are legends in the Big Five, you know, playing at Villanova. Phil, you have how many Big Five championships? I'll let you say it. Four. All right, because you've been in school for like eight years. E? Technically three. Technically three. All right. So, we got to get into we got we got to deal with the vegetables first, man. Get right into it. That pin game this year, that pin game this year. You guys only big five loss. What is going through your minds as that game winds down? I don't even know. I probably say a whole bunch of emotions, just like, mm-hmm. dang, we lost. I mean, it wasn't really about the big five. It was just about the loss and how we played that day. That really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Just. Anger, frustration, mm-hmm. disappointment. I mean, any emotion you could think of was kind of run through your head. Just just losing like that, how we lost and how they beat us, especially at the Palestra. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the place you really want to come out with the win. So it's okay. tough. Would you say – so obviously that year, it was beginning of the year. You know, it was, it was a tough loss. That it was earlier in the year. But obviously throughout the year, things got pulled together, ended up being the Big East regular season champions and the Big East tournament champions. Phil, you took out the most outstanding player. Would you say that that pin loss helped um, fuel you guys in any way moving forward? Without a doubt, I think whenever we got got on runs going on the season, when we started winning, we started thinking back to that pin game of mm-hmm. of how they beat us and how they beat us in every aspect of the game. So I was definitely reminded, no matter how good we thought we might were, mm-hmm. it kind of sets you back. Looking like remember we lost the pin here, and um, I think that was a building block for us that, that game. Mm-hmm. But you, you uh, I definitely feel like it helped us. I mean. Uh, losing that game wasn't the greatest feeling in the world. And uh, we used that as fuel throughout the season, just say, hey, we got to get better. And I feel like throughout every day we got better and uh, played better basketball throughout the whole season. Okay, okay. Now, like I said, y'all seen a lot of Big Five basketball. What was y'all favorite place to play in the Big Five? Obviously outside the pavilion. Like, What was y'all favorite place to play? I go with mine was um, definitely at St. Joe's. Okay. At St. Joe's was, was rocking just because it's how – it's not the biggest gym, but it's terms terms of how close they are to you, the fans, and they they, they talk the most most trash yeah. well enough for sure at St. Joe's. Mm-hmm. Eric, I might have to agree with that. I mean, especially last year, because yeah. last year we was we was only up how much I have, seven. like seven. We went on like a crazy run, one by forty. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean that that was one heck of a feeling just to shut that place up. Uh-huh. All right, so St. Joe's is obviously. One of the most hostile places, probably in the country, to play because, like you said, their fans—they uh, don't hold much back. Ruthless. You know, they kind of say what well, they're ruthless. Like the records, they're, they're serious. They're serious over there. Do coming in to the Big Five, you know, when you guys were younger, um, Phil, your freshman year, Eric, your redshirt freshman year, you know, when you're allowed to play, do you guys understand the magnitude of the rivalry between St. Joe's and Villanova? You know, um, when you come into the game, you don't know until you start playing. I mean, coach could talk to you about it before the game, and mm-hmm. people can tell you about it. But until you get in the game and, and experience it, you realize how 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 tough this rivalry is, and how teams come at you, and how yeah. just how physical and how much 
tradition in this robbery. Okay. Um, actually, I I saw that uh, my redshirt year. Okay. When I came to the game and I saw how how the fans, because I'm I'm in the stands. Yeah, yeah. So I saw how the fans were talking about Villanova and how they were talking about Coach Wright. I'm like, whoa! I ain't know. They got this serious. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they dead serious. No, they're very they very mean serious. that. They mean that. So, Eric, hold on, just to, to go off a little bit. You played against St. Joe's at Fordham. Yeah. What was the difference between you seeing them at Fordham and you seeing them at Villanova? I feel like at Fordham they didn't care as much. I mean, it was just – I guess it was just because it, it was Fordham. But uh, definitely uh, there's a lot of difference from playing at Villanova. Do you think, like, the passion and just – what would you say like the main differences? Like what, what did you tangible? Probably the crowd. Like mm-hmm. just just as much people there. Like it was just nobody there. There was nobody that uh was yelling at me. They see a, a V across your chest and it's a lot different. Okay, okay. So obviously I gotta ask. St. Joe's recently let go of uh Phil Martelli. Amazing career at that school, amazing uh coach just for what he signifies. Um St. Joe's, but also just the city. You know, he's in so many ways. Just the he just embodies a lot of what this city is about, but especially that school. And the guy who took over just been announced as Coach Lang. How do y'all think that changes the dynamics of not only Big Five basketball, but the holy war between Villanova and St. Joe's? Uh, Coach Lang is. I, I he never coached me. But I, I've had a great relationship with him. You mm-hmm. can tell he's he cares a lot about the game of basketball, mm-hmm. and uh, especially coming from Villanova, you you know it's going to be a lot, a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I mean than that robbery, but definitely, uh, definitely going to be be interesting. I mean, I know he's going to get that team going. He's a great recruiter, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to do a great job with that program. And uh, I wish him the best, except against Villanova. My man, uh, Coach Lane recruited me um, coming to Nova before he left for the. Uh, Sixers job. I got a relationship, good relationship with him. I think he's gonna do real well there. Um, they got in the area for a while. He'll put together a good staff, uh, a good spot to be at. Uh, St. Joe's, the team has some talent coming back next year, so mm-hmm. I think he's gonna do great things. I'm excited to see what happens for him. Okay, okay. What do you? Uh, what was you guys' toughest game in the uh, in the Big Five throughout your career? Like, what was the game that you just remember it being like? It was just like Jesus, game's taking forever. Like it's just, it feels like it's just an all-out war. I don't know. <sighs> take your time. Take your time. I guess that pink game. I mean, okay. that we lost. That was our toughest one because mm-hmm. we lost, obviously. But. Mm-hmm. I might go with the, the Temple one. This year was pretty close to all, all the way through. Oh, when Maine was when, when Maine went crazy. Yeah, that was Temple one here. It was uh pretty close. Hold on. So let, let's let's speak on that. That was the game. You you said Maine went crazy. Jermaine Samuels had a great game that game. Kind of his breakout game this year. What just 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 walk us through that game. Uh, it was a tough game the whole way through. I mean, it was. I mean, no league got really bigger than five or seven points. They took a lead several times. Took a lead. It was going back and forth. Uh-huh. And late in the game, um, Maine hit about a few threes late in the stretch that pulled us away. Uh-huh. And, and guys by a 10-point uh, win, and he got us to lead the double digits. He got hot, mm-hmm. and he kind of just took off from that game going forward. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Jermaine, Jermaine had a heck of a game that game. I mean, 
he started shooting his three ball a little more, and mm-hmm. uh, he got the confidence from his teammates to, and the coaches to to let it go. And uh, I mean, it definitely helped us out that game. Yeah. All right. So Temple, another program that's their landscape is changing. You know, um, this was Fran Dunphy's last year. Like I said, another guy who just really uh, personified his program and everything they're about. And Aaron McKee is stepping into that spot. You're a guy who's already on his coaching staff and knows a lot what not only Philly basketball is about, but Temple basketball is about. What do you see moving forward for that program? Um, I think good good thing having Aaron McKee replace something that's a Temple legend, uh, NBA legend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll do a lot of great things there. Um, he was just a coach there for years. He has a good relationship with the city of Philadelphia, of course, going up in Philly. Going up in Philly. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great great spot for him to be in, uh, being his alma mater. Um, coming back from another good team, coming back next year. So we'll see what he does, but we're some of the best. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to get that team going. I mean, playing pretty well. I mean, he's been in that program forever. Mm-hmm. So just uh, – and I feel like the uh, the players have a real good relationship with him already. Uh-huh. So I definitely feel like uh, – He's going to do a great job there. Okay. All right. All right. So it's crazy. I, I'm not going to lie. I, when I asked the the toughest game question, I thought y'all were going to say LaSalle. Now, obviously, Penn ended in a loss, and it was a Ooh. tough game. But LaSalle this year was really Ooh. a nail-biter, a game that was in the palestra, obviously the most legendary place in the Big Five. And having a coach that, uh, that coached against – you know, I mean, they coached you guys – and Ashley Howard, um, I felt like that game, just obviously emotionally and just you know what it meant for the city of Philadelphia as far as the Big Five go. I thought you guys were going to say that, so I have to have I have to hear from you guys. Speak on that Lasalle game. Actually, that was that was the toughest one. That was I, by far I was about to. Say, I, 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 that's what I was expecting. When I said it, I, you know, I, I hate to kind of steer people into questions. I kind of yeah. want to let things free flow, but at the same time, when I said it, I was like, I was fully expecting to hear, man, listen, Lasalle. I forgot about the game. Yeah. We was down double figures in the first they half. Came out hot. And second half. We Coach Ash got those guys going. Mm-hmm. They came out hot, making shots, playing defense, rebounding, <laughs> doing everything they need to do. And uh, we were there to pull that a close game. But, I mean, that mm-hmm. was a tough fought one at the Palestra on yeah. the road. That yeah. was that was a difficult game. They got hot early. Yeah. Coach Ash is going to get those guys definitely going. Uh-huh. I mean, from coaching here. and uh, uh, We know his personality. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> guy, but he's definitely going to get uh, LaSalle going. I, right, I definitely so believe him. Definitely one of the most enthusiastic coaches I've ever been. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of being around. Great, 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 great motivator. And like you said, I, I can imagine that, you know he's he's going to get that program going. What do you guys think the turning point was in that game? Like you said, Phil, you down double digits in the first half. Obviously, they came out hot. It was, felt like they was hitting every shot. I remember at one point, a bank three was made. And I was – I literally – I'm at the end of the bench. I had my clipboard, and I just kind of put in the air, like, you have to be kidding me. So what do y'all see um, – what did y'all see as the, the turning point in that game was? We were struggling beginning. They were making shots. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out hot second half, and then we found a way to just started rallying up some stops. And then we mm-hmm. started to score easily, get transition, got some easy points for some turnovers. But to stop how hot they were was it was it was – was the main thing. I mean, they were making threes, getting to the rim. We had to start getting some stops together. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely getting stops. I mean, that's what it starts with. And uh, I feel like we did a good job of that in the second half. I mean, first half, even some good defense possessions, they'll make a shot. We just got to clap our hands and say attitude, mm-hmm. especially I remember the bank three that happened, and I felt the same way. So Okay, okay. Um, So I have to <laughs> – so 
leaving Villanova, y'all are both graduating this year. Um, as grad students, what do y'all see, what direction do y'all see the Big Five heading in over these next couple of years? Obviously with the landscape of so many programs changing and so many different coaches, what do y'all see the, the landscape of the Big Five being in these upcoming years? Super competitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, Penn winning it this year. I mean, uh, Billy Lane going to the St. Joe's job, Aaron McKee getting a, a Temple job. And then mm-hmm. I know Ash is going, going to get those LaSalle guys going. Of so. course. And Coach Wright is, of course, going to get Villanova. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like it's going to be super competitive and uh, very interesting, interesting to watch mm-hmm. throughout the years. Phil? So, yeah, I think we got a good young team coming back next year. Uh, Temple's got a lot coming back, returning next year. Um, especially with new coach, they'll be hungry and playing better. Um, St. Joe's is a lot of uh, talent returning next year, uh, coming back, and the Sal's only gonna get better with the young team they had. Mm-hmm. So everybody's gonna keep getting better, and everybody's not losing much. So um, I think it'll be a, a good overall five teams. I don't know who Penn's losing, but they're always pretty good, especially the way they play. It's always tough to guard them, so mm-hmm. it should be good. All right, so you two, like I said, you're leaving Villanova this year. And in many ways, actually not in many ways, you guys are Philly basketball legends. Like, y'all really are. What does this city mean to you guys? Outside of Big Five basketball, what does this city mean to you? We'll start with you, Phil. Um, just, uh, just a lot of support and love uh, for playing at Wells Fargo um, to at Big Five games or even when we won the championship, the parade, just the kind of love that the city has um has given to us, and, they, and we've kind of experienced what it really means to be part of the Big Five, you know, something special, something different, and something you don't really understand unless you're playing in it, and um, they fully embraced us. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a lot of love. I mean, uh, the parade shows a lot. I mean, the fact that we're technically not in Philadelphia, but – We're uh, in Philly school. No, we're Philly school, but <laughs> we're not in Philly. I hate that argument. I hate that argument. That was, that was the last I was going I was going to wrap up with, with that question, one more thing, but go ahead. We're going to get into that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, allowing us to hold that parade and mm-hmm. uh, just the support we get at Wells Fargo and okay. selling that out is great. Okay, all right, all right. So, like I said, Eric, you segue right into one of my final questions. See, I'm from South Philly. You know, my junior year, I transferred up to Lower Marion, obviously went to Villanova. So I'm seen in many ways as a suburban kid. And I get a lot of slack for it, of Villanova not being a Philly school. I hate it. I hate it. I, I got to admit, I hate it. I feel like we embody so much of what Philadelphia basketball is about. You know, we play with grit. We play with a certain amount of hunger um, and a certain amount of humility. And you look at any sports figure in Philly, they've always been known for being, quite honestly, having some dog behind them. You know, that's why we love AI. That's why we love Rocky. You know, that's why those are our two biggest sports figures because you have guys who definitely have some dog in them and dog behind them like you two do, but handle themselves with a certain amount of grace. So how do y'all feel when y'all hear that Nova isn't a Philly school? That just uh, gives us more motivation when we play a Philly school or something to have even more of a kind of hunger you're talking about, that grit that we play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, just more more fuel to the fire. I mean, um, so I, I do consider us a Philly school, I guess. doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what – what people might say not really but you know we kind of consider ourselves that way mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of feel like we embody everything it is about the Philadelphia basketball um personally it doesn't matter to me I mean if they, if they want to count us as a Philly school they do if they don't they don't I mean we still play in the big five so true true 
That's a mature answer, man. Thank you, thank you. You, you, you a little mature with me in that way. I, I, I get into it like left and right with people. That's one of the first things that someone throws out. So, man, I'm, 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 I'll just learn something from you. Eric. That's how we deal with it from here on out. Just play. We play in the big five, so it's good. All right, last question. Um, y'all are obviously not from Philly. Not taking that as a knock. No, please don't take that as a knock. But uh, I have to ask, what is y'all favorite place to get a cheesesteak? Max's. Jeez. That was fast. Thank you, Eric. Phil, what's your favorite place to get a cheesesteak in Philly? Mine's actually uh, Del Sandro's. Del Sandro's and Max's. Can I ask why? Starting with Eric. It's valid. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, you're gonna change the logo today. <laughs> Max's is valid. <laughs> uh, nah, this is a good, a good cheesesteak. Uh, not the greatest area, but uh, I, I just really, <laughs> I mean, it's in the hood, but yes, it does. <laughs> you never heard food in the hood taste better. This is true. You never heard that? This is true. It's in the hood. Rough areas in the hood. Yeah, man, Anybody that know Max's know good cheese steak. Yeah, it's in the rough area. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that knows Max's knows. Yeah, let's do it. It's in the hood. The the best place, the best places to eat is in the hood. So you're That's saying not what you just said, bro? So you're it's saying, in rough area. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. So you're saying the no, nuance. Said, you're saying the whole the, nuance the whole the vibe. Area. It's the it's the whole experience. It's the whole vibe. It's the whole. Yes, it is rough area hood. It's yeah. like it's like going to it's like going to Ron's. Like it's the yeah, whole experience. Yeah, the whole experience of that. That's not know. what you said. Well, that's what I meant, Booth. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I'm uh, sorry, uh, kid. Hold, hold, hold on, breaking the action. Breaking the action. I feel like going to Ron. For y'all who don't know, Ron's Caribbean cuisine uh, over in Albany is one of the best Jamaican spots. They don't sponsor us, but I just got to shout them out for the sake of just having great food. <laughs> but Eric has spoke on the idea. <laughs> Me and Eric, we've been there and we've talked about the idea that. You know, like the the entire experience adds to the taste of the food. So I can see what you mean. Like you appreciate Max's that much more just because of the entire the entire experience you got. Okay, you got I, I, I explained that wrong, Booth. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Didn't make sense, but I got you. I said it, I I apologize. Relax. Booth. Pump your bricks, you are. <laughs> Delisandros. Why Delisandros? I, I think it's just the off preference. I mean, I've been to Max. I've been to Isca Bibbles. I've been to all the spots, mm -hmm. but uh. I just like those songs. I think it's something about just the preference for me. I like it better there. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the ketchup, I don't mm -hmm. know, the cheese steak, something about it. The okay. cheese. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm I'm kind of hurt y'all didn't say Ishka Bibbles. Y'all know I'm a diehard Ishka Bibbles fan. I I thought that y'all at least one of y'all would look out, but it's all good. Everybody got their preference. Ishka Bibbles is valid. Yeah, too. yeah. No, Ishka Bibbles is good. No, I mean y'all name great places. Y'all name great places. Obviously, every place is a great place to get a cheese steak, but y'all name great places. All right, well, like I said, this is the first episode of Believe in the Big Five with Phil Booth and Eric Pascal, two Villanova Wildcats that are heading off to the next step. And wish you guys the best, and thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. My man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.